need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else, you can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497. Anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Black. Brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, artists and exhibitionists, voyeurs and connoisseurs, Purim and St. Patty's revelers, <laughs> all you children of sex, and yes, we are all children of sex, mm. whether we worship a great trinity or a all-powerful humantation in the sky or something else. We are all children of sex with a capital X. Mm. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Can I hear an A women? A women. Woo! Tonight, if you're tuned in live to DrSusanBlock.tv, mm, is uh, Purim, if you're Jewish, which is an obscure Jewish holiday. I'm going to say a prayer that is not appropriate to Purim, but it is the Jewish Mardi Gras. Baruch Adonai, Eloheinu Melech Olam, Asher Kitshanu B'mitzvotav, Vitzivanu Lehadlik Ner Shel Purim. I know you're not supposed to do that uh, prayer on Purim. I don't imagine you're supposed to light cock candles either for Purim, so <laughs> it's okay. Amen and amen. Uh, so happy Purim, Chag Sameach Purim, and uh, yeah, um, happy St. Patty's Day weekend. Um, we're doing the Irish-Jewish Convergence tonight on the Dr. Susan Block Show. Uh-huh. And... Uh, <clears throat> hey man, it's uh, going to be a good time. So my guest tonight, my special guest, aside from my constant guest, Captain Max. Hello, Doc. Happy Purim. Happy Purim. Happy St. <coughs> Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. And our special guest is Loser Tversky. Welcome, Loser Tversky. Thank you. My pleasure, and Chag Sameach Purim to you. Chag Sameach. 
I love a shiksa-looking woman who can say chag sameach. Yeah, shiksa-looking. You know, I consider that a compliment. It is. That really just it is. so self-hating Jew. I was just at a bar and I tried to explain to the bartender that she has shiksa appeal. She had yeah. no idea what the fuck I was talking about. Mm, mm-hmm. Where well, were you at the green horse? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the green horse is all appropriate for St. Patty's Day. How do you like that? Mm. So uh, we're celebrating St. Patty's Day and, uh, and Purim. And, you know, I mean, you've celebrated Purim before. Yes. A few times. You mind if I get my lighter? My lighter. Oh, your lighter. Oh, my I'm lighter. sorry. Thank you. Yes. You just reached for that like you really needed it. Oh, yeah, hey, listen, it's an addiction. <coughs> oh, well. It is an addiction. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I'm sure you get people with all kinds of addictions on here. Well, you know, Maybe I'm they don't not call a about big smoking. fan of, of the whole concept of sex addiction. But uh, smoking addiction, yes, yes. And it might have something to do with the sucking uh, motion, too. But I'll, I'll give it to the nicotine. Okay. That can't be the only sucking addiction I have. No. Absolutely not. So we're going to go back many, many Purims ago to Loser Tversky's early life because I think we're going to find it interesting in terms of those sucking motions. <laughs> and also, you wrote on your Twitter. Yes. You're, you're a little bit famous, right? You're an indie actor, comedian, storyteller, raconteur. Yeah, well, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm known to some people. Right. So you got a little following on Twitter. And, uh, and you, you said that you um, talk about sex too much. Yes, I... Uh, I do talk about sex a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was actually I was uh, doing this film uh, up in Montreal um, just a month ago, and uh, and the entire crew, everyone knew that I'm I'm always talk saying something about sex. So at the rap party when I I got up and I wanted to thank everyone, I mean really sincerely, I think the first thing I said was like, "It's a little bit odd for you guys to hear me talking about something else other than sex." Oh, so I guess uh, it's it's a uh, yeah, you know, I, I like I like talking about sex. It's funny. I me think sex it's to Isn't me that it's funny? it's a little different. I think it's probably because because it was taboo for most of my life. I don't think it's funny at all because well, I mean I think you're funny, but talking oh, well. about sex, everybody talks about sex if you just kind of bring it up. Yeah, so. but to me I find I find sex jokes funnier than mo- I think most people, especially in America, they're kind of like sick of sex jokes already. It's like no f- no longer funny. It's like when when someone is trying to get when someone is trying to get someone to laugh from a sex joke, it's considered like a cheap laugh. But to me, it's still really, really... It's like a kid and a fart joke. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the whole idea of sex, you know, it's the below the belt. You're, you're mm. getting them with your sexuality. That's the weapon of mass seduction that Esther uses. She, this is back to our theme tonight, folks, which is Purim and St. Patty's Day. Now, St. Patty's Day is all about what? Lucky charm. Esther uses her charm, her sexual charm, to get her way. What was that? <laughs> no idea. Is that like a rubber duck or a, or a squeaking chair? <laughs> what is that? Is that one of our sound effects? Oh, it's a bed. Sc- it's a bed spring. It's a bed. Oh, it's a bed spring. Oh, I see. Yes, yes, yes. She I gets Achashveros <laughs> into bed. Esther, Esther. You know, she's 
She's the hot one, right? I mean, what did you learn about Esther when you were growing well, up? Well, the story we were told about Esther was uh, that there's nothing about sex. And I should yeah. say that our guest, Luzer Torsky, that's L-U-Z-E-R mm. and T-W-E-R-S-K-Y, uh, was born into an Orthodox Hasidic, actually Satmar yeah. Hasidic Jewish family community. Yeah. In other words, another world. So, in that world. In that world, the story that told us was that, um, I don't know how, y- how, how the Goyim call him, Achashverosh? Achashverosh. That, okay. that, you know, I mean, that's the English's yeah. Anglicization. But there's also the idea that he is King Xerxes, Xerxes. With an X, you know. How about that? Yeah. Or sex, X. You know, X, I don't know how you spell it. X-E-X. It's, I think it's got a couple of X's, actually. Mm. Tup, double X. But anyway, he's so sort the story, of the story Babylonian they told us, king. Right? Yes, the story they told us was he threw a huge party uh, for like some anniversary of him ruling that, that country. Right. And he wanted to get his wife, Vashti, to come yes. out and join the party. And the story was that Vashti was in the bathroom uh, because she was a really wicked woman. Mm. God punished her, and she grew freckles, like pimples all over her face, and a tail. Woo! She grew wow. a tail. Wow, I didn't hear this one. Yeah. That's exciting. Wow. That's the story we were told <laughs> as kids. <laughs> she grew <clears throat> pimples and freckles because and she would not come out. No, no, no. And that's why she, that's why she wouldn't come out of the bathroom <clears throat> to join the party because she was embarrassed. Oh, mm. how come wow. she got the freckles in the tail? God punished her. <coughs> for what? For for being a wicked woman. I don't know exactly. They, d- they didn't tell us exactly whoa, what she whoa, did. Whoa, whoa. She, she, do? she must have been a seductress. You just assumed that. You didn't even no. know what she did. No. But you just assumed. <laughs> no, I'm assuming it now. She was like a, a Lilith kind of a, a I just discovered that now. I think that's, that must have been it. Wow. So what okay. happened is um, um, Ahasuerus said, I'm done with her. Yeah. I'm going to find myself a new wife. Right. So he sent his people to find all the beautiful women uh, in, in town. And all the Jewish women went to hide because none of them wanted to marry um, a goy, the goyish king. Right. So they all went and, and hid. And I don't remember exactly how it happened, but one of the, they found Esther, and she was this really timid, beautiful little Jewish woman. Mm. And Ahasuerus wanted her, and she became the queen. But that's because her cousin, Pimp and Cousin Mordecai is what I call him, pimped her out. Is that what happened? Well, I mean, he, he sort of said, Esther, come on. And actually her name was Hadassah, or Hadassah, I don't know. Am I in the wrong thing? But her real name was Hadassah. Mm-hmm. And then he, this is where the masquerade comes in. He said, Esther, you must masquerade. You must hide your Jewishness. And you must seduce. Use your lucky charms. Here we're bringing in the Irish-Jewish convergence again. Use your lucky charms to seduce the king because after all i mean he's the guy that runs everything yeah, they, he they, runs they were, they were everything trying to get from him in. india to ethiopia yeah. and he's you know he's a drunk 127 countries right yeah Pro- yep that's wow. what it says that i read yeah. that you know we bro- grew up we grew up with the same old testament is what the christians call it the bible the tanakh you know yeah uh, and yet of course uh you, loser, you yeah. grew up in a very, very religious family. Yes. I grew up in a kind of a, what do you call it? Um, 
you know, kind of uh, Chinese menu Jewish yeah, family. Kept when you choose some from column A and some from column B. And, you kept know, a you kosher know. home, but ate Chinese food. We would yes. eat Chinese food. Uh, we would go Christmas. out, you know, yeah. not just cr- every Sunday. We would go out and have shrimp salad sandwiches and spare ribs. And, uh, yeah, but, you know, my mother kept a kosher home. And that's what happens. Most Jewish holidays were really, really boring, honestly. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, it's a little, I think it's a little less boring if you're actually Hasidic because it's a lot more immersive. For the men. Uh, well, it's for the women. I mean, if you consider cooking boring, then yes. Yeah, I do. So, yeah. Well, so it was boring. Trixie yeah. might like it. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember when I visited a Lubavitcher Hasidic um, community for. Which a weekend. I should point out, Lubavitch is not where I come from. Lubavitch is a way more liberal right. uh, version of Hasidic Judaism than where I come from. My, right. my family is like way, way, way more extreme than that. But to me, it was very extreme. Yeah. And I mean, the first thing that hit me was, you know, it all seemed a lot of fun, <clears throat> dancing yeah. in the synagogue. But then I saw I had to go upstairs. My boyfriend got to go downstairs with the guys. Yeah. And I thought, you know, what is this? I mean, at the time, I didn't understand all the multi- multiculturalism, and I just thought it was kind of gay. You know, all the guys <laughs> dancing together, and the women upstairs, you know, kind of huddling around. And, There's uh, some of that happening. The wigs. And it's cool. Hey, it's cool. I'm all for all kinds of cultures. It wasn't for me. Or for me. Obviously. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But all the all the holidays seem a little bit boring and not so sexy, except except Purim. Purim, Purim is a lot of fun. Sexy, you know. You're supposed to also drink. <coughs> this is a bottle of Manischewitz of the worst wine <laughs> in the world. It has so much sugar. It um, <coughs> it will kill. It, 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 it is one of our favorite wines here. You, lo- you lost your penis. Oh, yeah. it's <laughs> that wine is what I call bulimic wine. He was talking about my straw. Right? That that's bulimic. That's bulimia wine. Because when you drink that, you you throw up. Oh. Not 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 to make not to make light of a of a. Uh, is it my beer <laughs> or water or something? Beer, beer, water. Beer or water, or something to drink. <coughs> um, I don't want to be a demanding guest. No, that's quite all right. No problem. Oh no, you should have a drink. Yeah, After all, it is quorum. Yeah. You got it. On Purim, you're commanded or encouraged or something to drink so much uh, you don't know Mordecai from Haman. Haman. Yes. And this is a grogger for those of you who don't know. By the way, I have a um, St. Patty's Day grogger. Can you believe this? Pretty good. A St. Patty's Day grogger. No. Um, so, <laughs> this is the Dr. Susan Block Show, and we are broadcasting live from Bonoboville <coughs> at LAX, A-X-X. celebrating the Irish-Jewish convergence on St. Patty's Day weekend, and Purim. Uh, I am celebrating with um, my friend the leprechaun, uh, <laughs> loser Twersky, who um, was born into a very religious... Uh, Satmar, Orthodox Jewish Hasidic family. <coughs> Can you describe, like, what is Satmar all about? Well, um, well, Hasidicism started basically about three, three to four hundred years ago. Yeah. Uh, before that, it was basically you were either a Jewish scholar or you were a nobody. 
So the the regular guys, the laymen, didn't really have a way to participate in Judaism. And the, this guy came along, his name was Israel Balshemtov. He started it. He basically brought Jewish mysticism and spirituality into Hasidicism and made it accessible to the layman. And uh, at the time, he was actually shunned. You know, people were like, oh, you're like changing Judaism. And so basically from his, he started, and then his, his <coughs> students started different branches of Hasidicism. And every, when they, they would go to different towns and start their own congregations, their own movements. And they were usually named, they were, a Hasidic spiritual leader is called a Rebbe, not a rabbi. A rabbi is someone who like interprets Jewish law. Uh, a Rebbe is the spiritual leader, leader yes. Uh, so they became the spiritual leaders of their towns. Like and a they, guru almost. Yes, mm-hmm. and they named themselves after the town. So for example, Satmar is actually uh, uh, a town or a city in, in, in Romania. Transylvania. In Transylvania, You're like Hungary. You're a Transylvania, aren't you? I'm a tranny, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow. And well, it, it's basically, uh, it's a city called Sat, Sat, uh, St. Mary or Satumara in, in Hungarian. It mm-hmm. was in Hungary at the time. And that's where Satmar comes from. And actually, the real hardcore, hardcore Satmar don't say Satmar. They say Sakmar mm. because they don't want to say saint. Wow. Saint Satmar is Saint, saint Mary See, or something. See, it's very so it's close. Sakmar. You know, we're talking about the Irish-Jewish convergence. Yeah, right there you here. go. Right here, right here. It's there, there's a lot more closeness than you think. You think they're, you know, nothing to do with each other. And we are celebrating St. Patty's Day and Purim, which we have done uh, so many times here on the Dr. Susan Block Show. And uh, tonight we're, we're in our new place. It's kind of a, a little radio studio, and I'm just here with a few friends. But sometimes we do an erotic Purim spiel extravaganza. Now, I think we have some footage from a Purim from the past where we perform the entire story of Esther according to my erotic exotic midrash of course and I have porn stars and friends and comedians uh, in the parts of uh, of all the different principles and so here we have the harem and so of course there are harem girls this is uh, Ahasuerus's harem and um, and Esther has been being prepared for this moment for like 180 days she was you know, chosen to uh, represent, and this is Esther. This is Reagan Reese, who is a porn star, and and uh, you know, very very lovely. Of course, you know, you're not allowed to have all those tattoos, right, in Judaism, but uh, she does. Uh, and here she goes. She is going to entertain the king. And see, what I read was that Vashti was banished or sometimes executed because she wouldn't dance before the king and all his drunken courtiers. So I figured that um, Esther, you know, would. Yeah, doubt it. Well, you know, that's because it's you just you just haven't been to I'm one of my porn I know. I'm, you see, the, the funny thing is I'm always having trouble interpreting, um, ha- understanding different interpretations of these stories because d- even though I don't believe in anything that well, I was told... Well, here's my Esther... Just performing. Well, that's my. That's everyone's Esther. (laughs) (laughs) She keeps her veil on, but her top off. (laughs) And that is Reagan Reese. And uh, this is a performance at one of our Purim spiels. If you're uh, watching drsusanblock.tv, you're seeing Reagan Reese as Esther, uh, who is uh, performing for King Ahasuerus. 
And Topless. I'm kind of like the, the harem mistress here. And we're in the harem at uh, Bonoboville. Right. Yeah, shake it, Esther. Shake it. Using her weapons of mass seduction, she wins the king's affections and saves the day. As usual. Yeah. Yeah, and I always thought, too, you know, that point, ooh, there she is, dancing naked for the king. And, uh, yeah, we have a pretty wild time on our Purim spiels sometimes uh, here at, uh, at Bonoboville. And we will in the future when we open up the downstairs. But tonight we're taking this opportunity to uh, explore, you know, more philosophical discussions about Purim, St. Patty's Day, and the Irish-Jewish convergence. Have you ever thought about the Irish-Jewish convergence? I, have n- I know nothing <laughs> about Irishness. <You're laughs> I, I, I can give you the Jewish part, and you give it the Irish part, and okay. then we'll converge it. Okay, we're, that's what we're doing here. Um, and, uh, and first of all, I think the beer is part of the Irish. Oh, yes. You know, I don't know that beer is Jewish. We have... Uh, wine but um did i get a drink i don't think so i'm supposed to drink it's it, you're it's commanded porum. it's porum now look these are two holidays now i grant you there are other holidays in the year like mardi gras i guess but these are two holidays where you're kind of commanded to drink i mean porum okay you're supposed to drink so much you don't know the difference between pimp and cousin mordecai and the bad guy hey man oops let me do my irish one and I mean, St. Patty's Day, you're supposed to drink. In fact, St. Patrick, who interestingly for the BDSM people out there, was kidnapped, kidnapped by the Irish. He was a British guy, actually. He was not even an Irish guy. Did you know that, Max? Uh, no, I Is didn't. Is there anybody Irish here, by the way? Because everybody loves St. Patrick's Day, but hardly uh, anybody's Irish. No, I'm Irish. not Irish. Okay. Well. I look Irish. I am. Yeah. You do a little. Actually, you do. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. You got the Irish look. Right. Uh, here, you can hold a green bow. Okay, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you look like an Irish present. I can uh, I can look Irish. I can look Irish and speak like Russian. <laughs> you know, anybody can be Irish if they just you know do this stuff. I think it's. Well, maybe I'm just saying if that. You, if you put, if you put a green bow tie on your nose, you look Irish. Well, you already look Irish. Yes. And so people always think I'm Irish because since I cut off my beard and my and my curls and my payas, uh people always always ask me, Oh, are you Irish? Now I'm like, payas. No, I'm from yeah, payas. Payas are these sideburns. Yeah, these curls, yeah. Uh huh. I, I kind of have a few. Yeah. yeah. You got I, something going on I there. Got yeah. I'm trying to do the payas thing. Yeah. But you know, um I noticed you had some very serious things to say about payas. And that movie you were criticizing about, uh, there was a movie. Oh, Holy Rollers. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. They didn't have but a you right know, payas. Did you know that everything with Jews is about money? Even the, her- the hair, they call really? it payas. Payas. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's like a borscht belt joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm old school like that. You got to entertain yourself when you're a Satmar Hasidic kid because you're yes. not allowed to watch TV or go to sports games or, you know, yep. you're not allowed to do anything, right? No. Nothing. No radio, no TV, no movies, no <laughs> magazines. 
Um, and I mean, speaking of that movie, so what happened with that movie is uh, there was a movie that came out a couple of years ago called Holy Rollers about these Hasidic um, uh, um, boys who became drug smugglers, drug mules. Mm-hmm. And um, so the movie came out and I saw the trailer and I saw that the payest didn't look real. Everything looked really, really fake. It did, just didn't look right. So I went on Twitter and I started tweeting at the, at the, the filmmakers. And then I got invited to a screening. Right. And I got up at the Q&A and started, like, not attacking them, but I got a little in their face about, like, you know, why do you guys make a film about Hasidic Jews? You don't know, you know, don't know anything about these people, you know. What, are you people. acting like you're in a yeshiva or something? Yeah. When you're in a, no. When I talk like that? I always, <laughs> that's, that's the way I am. You know right. what they say, you, you can get the boy out of the yeshiva, you can't get the yeshiva out of the boy. I, know? I see that. Yeah. So basically, is that like, is that that think Yiddish dress British thing? No, think Yiddish dress British is actually a Lou Wasserman quote. Oh, really? Yes. And what does it mean? Uh, in the beginning of the studio system, uh, Lou Wasserman would tell his clients, um, his Goyish clients mostly, uh, to uh, uh, no, actually, he would tell his Jewish clients to uh, to 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 uh, to think Bri- to to think Yiddish but dress British because they were dressing like slobs. So he told them, you know, think like a Jew. What's that? A more elegant glass. Oh, yeah. Oh, more elegant <laughs> glass. I see. And is this my elegant that's glass? Or that's yours? That's my yeah. elegant glass. I don't get an elegant it's glass. It's coming up. I coming see. Up. Okay, all right. I'm coming excited. Up. So he basically told his clients to not dress like slobs, to think like Jews, but dress like Brits. Right. So that's what he meant, think Yiddish, dress what British. What does it mean to think like a Jew? Think like me. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking. Think dirty and think I'm about money. I'm wondering about that because I'm, I'm reading this book by uh, a kind of a Twitter friend of mine named Gilad Osmon, and it's called The Wandering Who. The wandering questions who. a lot of Jewish thinking, tribalism that I think is a little bit, you know, kind of dangerous. Don't, you don't mind if I smoke in here, do oh, you? Oh, no, 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 no. I'll go right ahead. Just no bomb throwing. These are old fashioned. No uh, Mazel Tov cocktails. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It's like a Maltov cocktail with many shevets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no Mazel Tov cocktails. Did we make that up or is that a thing? No, you made that up. We I made that up. I know. Yeah, we made you guys that made that up. You asked me. Remember, we I talked about it in the up, car. Actually, yeah. I think. Yeah. No, you did not. Oh, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't make it up. No, she actually, it up. you did. You're right. I made you, it up. You did by accident. Because I'm not <laughs> taking credit for that. <laughs> he did. No, Max made it up. He said he's, he was saying a Mazel Tov cocktail, but he thought he was saying a Molotov cocktail, but he was saying a new thing. Is this, what kind of hat is this? That's like a, that's like a, that, that's an Irish Jewish convergence. That, that's a Strimal and a, and a leprechaun <laughs> hat. <laughs> it's a stri- it's a, a leprechaun Strimal. Yeah. Right. Cool. Leprechaun Strimal. It's, it's a Strimal con. A Strimal con. Okay. I don't know if my Twitter people can get that down. Stra. Strimal. Ask Google. Con. S H T R E I M E L. Okay. Con. Okay. Got it. Got it. Now, I also have here, speaking of con, I have a green condom mm. for condomania. From condomania, that is. Because um, it's St. Patty's Day. That, that might come in handy. Let yeah. me see that. Oh, here, here. If I, if I, if you can have, you get prizes. Oh, I get prizes. Look you, at that. You do. This is you this, get, w- this was worth it. You can get condomania oh. condoms. Condomania and, condoms. And, you know, maybe you need a magnum. I don't know. Um, and uh, I would hope so. You can get a little a drinking glass. Um, 
Look at that. I'm taking this one home. I got okay. lux. I have these. I I got these luxury condoms. I keep one in my wallet at all times, just in case uh, I wanna I wanna not make a baby. Oh oh, you've already got one. I got one. Yeah. Yeah. I have these these luxury condoms. Uh-huh. I don't know what, what, what I don't know what makes them luxury. I think th- I think th- I think th- I think they're luxury because they go on my penis, but um, do they feel good? Yeah, I tried. It's called naked condoms. Like I heard a term. Have you um, heard about these? That I want to say is um, epicurus. Epicurus. Naked. Epicurus. Yeah. Epicurus is a Jewish Heretic. epicurean or something. Yes. An epicurean. Yeah. See, I my philosophy personally is ethical hedonism. Mm. What's okay. hedonism? Hedonism mm. is sounds like, like hedonism. Enjoy, you know, like lots of stuff. Enjoying life, and mm. sensuality, sex certainly. Sex is there, and also other forms of pleasure, giving, love. Um, you know, I'm an. I can. I, I can get behind. Time. I can get behind. And being that. ethical, you know, consensual and ethical. I mean, see, I don't know about the consensual part, but I can. Right. Get no, <laughs> I, <laughs> I can get behind the hedonism. Like, literally, I can get behind it. Or in front exactly. of it. Exactly. So is that an epicoros? No. No, an epicoros is a heretic. What it really means is a heretic. Someone who doesn't believe in God or doesn't like, follow the, the rules. That's an epicoros. Right, except I think it's getting redefined on the Internet. Yeah, I mean, th- that's what I am. I'm an epicoros. When I went to visit my father on Purim, actually, a couple of years ago, um, we, weren't, we weren't on speaking terms, and I tried to reconcile. I tried to go back yeah. and, and talk to him, and I went on Purim to his house, and my father's a Rebbe also. He's a spiritual leader. He's got his butler. and his He's a Rebbe? Yeah. I didn't actually know that. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew he was kind of an important guy, but yeah. I thought he was maybe like a businessman. No. He's, so he's a, a Rebbe? Re- yeah, he's a Rebbe. So wow. he's got people around him all the time. Mm. So when I went to his house on Purim, there were all these people, his like bodyguards and his, you know, whatever. And when I opened the door and I walked in, he started yelling, Apicorus, Apicorus, get <gasps> him out of here. Apicorus. Oh. So he threw wow. me out of the house. But we've we've since we've since reconciled. I mean, we've uh, oh good. We talk we talk now. We That's talk on the nice. phone. We avoid religion, but we you know we talk about the weather and we talk about the traffic. The weather is good to talk about. Oh no, it's not. Maybe maybe if maybe c- compared to talking about religion to arguing with your parents That's about what religion. I'm yes, yeah, definitely. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, just try to. You can show the love through the weather. Um, yeah, but if I but Epicuros, I think we should redefine it along with the people that are on. The internet, because I think I would be called that by others, um, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I don't know if they would call you an Epicurus. They would probably call you like a a Zoina or something. A Zoina. That sounds worse. A Zoina. A Zoina. Something like like a Zoina is like a slut. Oh. Yeah. Well, we're redefining slut, so why not redefine Zoina? Yeah. I'm gonna write that down. Zoina. Zoina. <coughs> uh huh. You know, in Hebrew, <coughs> in the Hebrew, like. In Hebrew, when they w- in, in like in modern Hebrew, not in biblical Hebrew, but in modern Hebrew, when you want to like curse someone, like you want to call him a son of a bitch, you mm. say Benzona. Well, I think some people might call Esther a Zoina, because here she is, seducing the king, who is very much a goy. Oh yes. And uh, and one who enjoys his, um, you know, his Guinness or St. Patty. You know, he's like an Irish guy, really. Mm. But actually. You know, he's a Babylonian king. And uh, she uses her powers to save the Jews, really. Now, I like to look at her as a role model of using sexual uh, power, Mm. you know, 
your erotic. And she saves the day. She became she power. became the inside person. There, she yeah. saves the day as yeah. well as does pimp and cousin Mordecai. Yeah, Mordecai. Yeah, yeah you got you got to you know yeah. toast the pimps. Yeah, I don't like Mordecai. That you don't much. like him. I yeah. don't like him. Okay, tell me. Um, I I I don't like people who like who who are very um uh, who are uh, preachy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. kind of a preachy. He's like he you know, is. He's a, he's got a holier than thou attitude. I don't like that about him. Yeah. He th- he he thinks it's okay to pimp to to pimp out his, his 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 cousin or his niece or whatever it is to further the Jewish agenda. Well, you're I I see that not point. in favor of that. And actually, my Twitter friend Gilad he talks about that. Oh, okay. And a lot of people, you know, talk about that when they're talking about you know the kind of Jewish conspiracy and mm. and guys like Wasserman who think. Yiddish dressed British, British and uh, and you know are kind of always got the Zionist and the Jewish agenda in front of them while they're kind of acting like they're really you know just like everybody else. Well, Lou Wasserman wasn't that kind of guy. Lou Wasserman was th- he was a talent agent. <laughs> you know, I didn't know him. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he was that kind of guy. I guess uh, maybe maybe uh, Wolfowitz. Uh, I mean, there is there is there there are people. I mean. It's funny because when it comes to to like anti-Semitism or Jews or that kind of things, I feel like the the the, the most responsibility, at least in modern day America, uh, biggest cause for anti-Semitism are the Jews themselves. Because guess what? If you walk around all day telling everyone you're smarter than them, you're richer than them, mm. that's not going to make you popular. <laughs> I didn't know that. You see? Yeah, <laughs> it's just not going to work. Really? You know, I think I think no, really, Jews, that uh, is true. Jo- yeah. a lot of Jews. It's like, oh, guess what? Einstein was a Jew. Most of the Nobel Prize winners are Jews. Shut the fuck up! Shut the no. fuck up! Yeah. Right, right. Go to the back of the room. I know it's because so many of us have Jewish mothers that are always encouraging us to right. and I get it. Show you know, off. Yeah, and I get it. You know what? Yes, we suffered it out, and you know, and we're trying to like we're making up for lost times. I get it, but you know what? If you want people to like you, just blend in. Just be a regular guy. Nobody likes mm. someone who boasts and and show off and you know and be all broish about it. Mm. It's no, I, I think that's it, that's good advice. If and you look, if you look at like in in, in, not in modern day America, I mean, there is anti-Semitism, which most hate comes from ignorance. Mm. I mean, the reason I hated black people most of my life was because I was told so, and because I didn't know them. Oh. And once I got to know black people, you developed a fetish for black women. Well, I wouldn't say I developed a fetish <laughs> for black women, but I like all black people. I like everyone almost because once you get to know someone mm. and you find out that you know they're human just like you, they're a regular person, and they have the same problems, the same things as you, um, it's you know you start understanding them. I mean, you can't really hate them, um, but if you look at something, there's a there's a town in upstate New York, a Hasidic town upstate, it's called, it's called town, the town of Ramapo, where Hasidic just started moving in in the 40s and 50s, and they basically they have so many kids and more of them moved in. And they basically took over the town. It was like a mostly secular, like maybe like secular Jews and all kinds of other people and Irish and whatever, all kinds of white people living there. And uh, the Jews moved in and they took over the town. They took over the tax money. They took over the school board. They took over the, the town supervisor. They basically, uh, they're, they're running everyone out from there. And all these people, these regular people who want to send their kids to public school, they, c- they, can't, they can't do it anymore because they, they used to have one of the best public schools in the area. And now they're basically cutting down and cutting down and cutting down. The public school, school system is disappearing. All the services, the government money, instead of going to like other social services, all of them is they're all going to Jewish organizations because they're the majority. They got the the black vote, <coughs> and 
it's to me that's the that's the 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 most obvious uh, case of anti-Semitism of modern day America, where people are where the Jews are causing it themselves. You come in there, you take over a town, and you throw you, you make it unlivable to the people who've lived there for a hundred years. Mm. Guess what? People are not gonna like you. <laughs> you yeah. know. I guess not, huh? And no. there's a lot of examples of that lately. I don't know how deeply we should get and, into and that. And why, why do you think that is? I mean, uh, especially after, you know, why? Why do Jews like Well, I mean, to there's some, you know, okay, mom. I mean, I don't, I want, I want to, go ahead. Can, no, no, we're go not ahead. speaking for all Jews, by the way. There are so exactly. many different Jews. I was going to say right. that. I mean, we're not talking about Jews. We're talking, I, I'm talking specifically about Hasidic Jews. Right. Um, who are the most extreme um, uh, Jews who basically think the world revolves around them. Because mm. there is a saying, there is a saying in the um, in, in in the Talmud, where God says that you know you should think that the world was created for you, oh, and all the goyim go. and all the goyim, all the non-Jews are are here to serve you, mm. and they really believe that. So they're basically the everybody's being, a Shabbos goy. Basically, they're exactly the only the only useful thing to these people mm. is that they can drive your car on Shabbos, they can turn the lights on, turn the oven off for you, or handle money for you. Um, so these people take it to an extreme, and 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 they they well, really no wonder that with, with encourages hatred. Of I, I wouldn't let no goyim handle money. <laughs> uh, maybe in a, maybe a, a wop or an you know. <laughs> that's that's a wop is a goyim unless it's a whoa. whoa what happened? What happened? Oh, somebody fell. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's a been a little bit of an accident here, and uh, hmm. Well, yeah, brothers and sisters, on, on, um, on, yeah, you want you want to see what's going yeah, on? Yeah, Just somebody fell down. I think she's okay. Um, maybe she had too much. Of I, I got it. Okay. Hmm. All right. So. Wow. Uh, well, that's a common occurrence on Purim. You know, I've had Purims that are crazy. Really? Oh, I have it's seen. A, it's a time to be careful. It is. I I have seen I have seen people on Purim just completely out of it. Yeah, people drink too much. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Last Purim we had a fabulous Purim spiel, but then it we had some big problems, and I hope everything's all right here. So. Okay. Uh, we have a problem, Houston. Okay. So. Uh. She's okay, we're hearing. Uh, can we hear what's going on? Because we can't just keep going here with this happening right behind us, brothers and sisters. We apologize that we've got um, a little situation. Maybe uh, it's a function of Purim. I'm hearing it's okay. Uh, but this is happening moment by moment. Are we okay? Is she okay? She's okay? Okay, get... Okay. So I'm told to go on. So tell me, I. Although I, I still see people getting concerned, so I'm a little worried here. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I'm gonna get up and see what's going on, so I don't just sit here like a bump on the log. Mm. And so uh, she's okay. She's yeah, she she's walking. Okay. 
I think she yeah, just she fell she asleep. Fell asleep? She, well, she, you were so exciting, loser. It was your storytelling that actually yeah, accomplished that. You want me to ratchet it up? Yeah, why don't you, you know? just repeat the story, and maybe you can make some other people fall over. Uh, so <laughs> she was stunned. She, she was, was stunned. Stunned into, you know, but it does happen on Purim that uh, sometimes. Yeah. It's a little bit of a dangerous holiday. It's not all, you know, um, shamrocks and... Uh, but, but the show must go on. The show must That's go correct. on. That's correct. Okay, right. brothers and sisters, first of all, I want you to know that it's okay. She she did walk away. And yeah, no, she she's seems fine. Like she's she's fine. fine. She fell asleep and she fell off the chair. Um, I'd like to think she got too drunk or something. I don't think so. No, you think no. we're just falling asleep? That is so boring, <laughs> actually. But uh, all right, you know, right. we're dealing with reality. Brothers and sisters, this is the original reality show. And I think that this calls for some chumintashin. So please talk about chumintashin. Tell I'm going to go get it because I think everybody. Yeah, you want to go get it and the the Irish thing that that Trixie made some sort of Irish concoction that is also eaten on the holiday. So do you know what chumintashin is about? Well, I have my own idea of what chumintashin is about. I always grew up hearing it was Heyman's hat. That yeah, he wore okay. a tri-corner hat that, you know, we defeated Haman. We, meaning, I, I don't even we, like to say we. we I don't, Jews. that, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's we. I was brought up that way, but I mean, I, I tried, it's almost like a bad Philadelphia Jewish accent or something. You try to correct, no, it's not we, it's just Esther. Uh, you know, she got her way. And actually, it's a horrible ending, because even though it's a wonderful story about how she saves her people with her powers of, of uh, her charms, her lucky charms, and her weapons of mass seduction, the fact is that that then the Jews go and kill a whole bunch of people. But then, well, yeah, they they hang... They hang hang uh, Haman. Haman and his ten children. Whoops. They hang him. They hang Haman and his ten children. um, And the children are of all different ages, by the way. And they also kill some other people. Yeah. No, it's in the Bible. They kill a bunch of people. Which is sucky. I didn't even realize that when I was a kid and doing Esther costumes and stuff. I didn't realize that there was all this killing at the end. Well, of the, the story. Bible is full of killing. It is. The Bible it's is full of killing. Mm. You know, a famous physicist, uh, Steven Weinberg, once said that without religion, there's always going to be good people doing good things and bad people doing bad things. But for good people to do bad things, it takes religion. Wow. That Powerful. who said that? Stephen Weinberg. Wow, he's of course a Jew smart. said that. that well, <laughs> hey, hey, don't be such hey, a smartass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a he's he was a famous physicist. He was a I think he won uh, like some Nobel or some other prize or something. Is he was an prize. Irish Jew, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, uh, here come go, the chumintashin. Okay, these probably taste better. The actually, um, everything okay, Laratique? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. This is the Irish-Jewish convergence right here Uh, on the Dr. Susan Block Show. We have um, these things that Trixie made called, I don't know, Reuben cupcakes. Cupcakes. I think they are corned beef cupcakes for uh, the holiday of St. Patrick's Day, and that's why they have little... um, They're delicious. Clovers. And then we have chumintashin. Okay. Um, <coughs> now, good. we learned that these were Haman's hat, right? 
Well, that's what I don't know. That's your version. <laughs> no, that's the version I grew up with. Yeah. Now my version is that these are pussy cookies. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, they are. Whoops. Actually, it's more like that. Yeah. Those are some pretty tight pussies. Okay, so yeah, these are tiny ones actually because <laughs> but the other ones are too big. But these are shaped in a triangle, which is interestingly very similar to a three-leaf clover, the shamrock. Four-leaf clover is the lucky thing, but a shamrock is more common actually. The shamrock three-leaf clover. Mm, eh, these things are kind of lame. But they are <laughs> represented by the pussy cookie, which is the humantashen. Anyway, it's kind of like the representative of the yoni. Mm. So that's what I think now. Have a humantashen. Eat some pussy. I hate humantashen. I know, but just, you know, you I can't say that because we're pretending it's pussy. And you are a single guy. You got to eat pussy. It's a little hard. I know. The problem with humantashen... Factory made. I don't like it either, really. Do you want a humantashen, honey? You no, like it. I, I, I already, mm. no. no. Okay. Already mm. Trixie. Uh, some tasty pussy. You want some humantashen? You want to try one? Sure. Yeah, have, have a humantashen. Here comes Trixie. Trixie, by the way. Uh, oh, she's so dainty. <laughs> Trixie is our fabulous manager, and she made the corned beef cupcakes. Reuben cupcakes. Reuben cupcakes. And and we're watching Trixie Can eating pussy. Would you like one of these? Oh, I'm good. I just I'll have one here. Yeah, yeah these are Trixies. Okay. And now this is a Reuben cupcake. Would you like one of these, Max? I am going to have good. one. Here you are. That looks nice. These look really interesting. Okay. okay. <laughs> here we go. And this is my grandmother's um, mm-hmm. dish. And this is the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Okay, so uh, what did you learn that Homentashen represents? Oh, we learned about Homentashen is that uh, um, I don't know why it's triangular um, or why it has uh, um, other things, I don't know. But what we learned is that Homan was very wealthy. So basically, it's a blessing if you eat Homentashen. Um, you should have, that's why they stuff it, that your pockets should be stuffed like Homentash. And Homan is Haman. And tash in Yiddish means pocket. Oh. A haman tash is Haman's pocket. Mm. So you eat it, you eat something stuffed in the middle. It looks like a pocket, and it's stuffed. And it's like an omen or like a, a, an amulet, or what's the, what's the proper word for that? Mm. A blessing. If you eat it, you get lucky, and you get Haman's pockets. You get Haman's tash. That's a good reason, right? Wait, wait. This and is she's about not money. even Jewish. Wait a second. This she's is not even Jewish. Can you get her a microphone? Uh, is this about money? Is that what I heard? Everything is about money. Right. I mean, what? I never thought that Humantashen were about money. I told you, even the hair is about money. Mm. So this is the this has got to go down as the most like anti-Jewish show. No, 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 no. Wait a second. Wait a second. That's not true. Even though I I have a little of the self-hating Jew in that, I feel that it's a compliment to be said that I look like a shiksa. It um, is. I'm wearing the talus. I, I, um, 
I know that's a little sacrilegious, but I mean, this is not an anti-Jewish show at all. That is wrong. This is not anti-Semitic at all. No, we no. are celebrating Purim. We are showing the convergence of Jews and Catholics and Irish and. Listen, one of the reasons that I became Jewish, yeah, is because I found that Jewish people were very flexible. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they were very flexible compared to Catholicism and. And dogma. Mm. Um, Jews are more. Amen and a women. You know, Jews. Jews are more traditional, which means they're more flexible. Yeah. You know, uh, the other religions are more. In a way, but like he grew up. You know, loser grew in up. An unf- in, a, in, in an unflexible. Very yeah. unflexible, and and having to follow like what six hundred and ten commandments or something. Six hundred and thirteen. Six hundred and thirteen, and even kind of an unlucky number. Mm. What's okay, that about? Okay, but he's he's not he's not going to go to hell. You well, know, you know, what about I wanna, that? I, I want to go. What to about hell? that? Well, do Jews too. don't have a hell, really. Right. We so don't. We have do ha- I don't know. See, that's that's something I find very interesting. Whenever I, f- I meet like either secular Jews, or, like Reformed Jews, they tell me that Jews don't have a hell. I grew up that we do have a hell. It's called really? Gehenna. It's called Gehenna. 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 You know yeah. what? I really think that there is more of a similarity between Turn Orthodox Judaism of the kind you grew up with. And say Seventh Day Adventist or one of these really religious Christian Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's Witness, yeah. yeah. There you go, Jehovah's Witness. It, yeah. and They're more crazy. of a similarity there than there is between like Satmar and Reform Jews. Oh, absolutely. Satmar you know? and Reform Jews are as far removed as atheists from Catholics. So that's why, I mean, we. Mu- I, I don't know how this could be an anti-Semitic show. I mean, some people will oh, call no, no. it that. No, I didn't people mean anti-Semitic. Will call it that. It's it's it, I, I it's not it's not anti-Semitic. It's uh, it's very self-deprecating. Well, isn't that our charm? Uh, Aren't we true. talking about our lucky charms? It's very Jewish. It's very yeah. Jewish. Okay, so Esther, she 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 comes to the king at a certain point because Mordecai, like a typical Jew, he's like complaining. Oi, oi, Haman wants to kill us. All of us, and it's all because of me, because I won't just give him a little respect. All right, you know, and so Esther goes, okay, i got to go in and talk to the king. And so, you know, if she doesn't find the king's favor, he has her killed. Now, in my Purim spiel, we didn't have our Vashti, or we didn't have Vashti killed, because we don't do that. We just had her put up on the St. Andrew's cross and stripped naked and whipped. (laughs) <laughs> really nice, really beautiful. That's very different than getting killed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> Esther is still worried about that because she else. still has her dignity and everything. So, okay, <laughs> this is a condomania condom. Can can you open it? Trixie's good at this because I, I have a hard time. Okay, so the king, if he holds out his golden scepter, will um, save her life, Esther's life, because if he doesn't, now we're going to make the king's scepter... Irish. Here we go. Wait a minute. Why are you putting a condom on there? <laughs> the king's scepter is yeah, being made so. Irish. That's what we're doing here. You're not going to stick that anywhere. <laughs> I feel that King Ahasuerus is a little bit Irish anyway. You know. And he has a party that lasts 180 days. And we think Charlie Sheen is decadent. Okay? <laughs> so those biblical style things. Okay. I think the king's thing needs a magnum. Okay. <laughs> well, we want to make it green, though. Thank you, Condomania, for making the king's scepter um, very sort of 
I don't say. Know, you know what the, you know what they say. Um, uh, uh, paint painted black. It's gonna look bigger. I don't know what they say about painting it black green. Black is slimming. <laughs> mm. I think it looks delicious. Should have mm. found um, a flavored one. Mm, yeah. Manischewitz <laughs> flavored. It should be Manischewitz flavored. <laughs> Well, anyway, she touches the tip of his <laughs> scepter in the Bible. That's what she does. She touch and they say and they make a big deal about it. And I don't know about you, but even when I was a little girl, when I read the actual Bible, which I did in Hebrew school, I thought that was very sexual. That she touches the tip of his scepter. Just the tip. <coughs> because no one, the way we were told, is no one was allowed to actually go up close to him and talk to him. You could only, like, he had this scepter. It was really long, and he mm, stuck it out. Really long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it had no girth, but it was really long. Well, <laughs> you know. And mm. if, <laughs> if, <laughs> if he put it out, then, and, you, and, and he let you touch it, then you can talk. That's right. But anyway, go on. Except if you use your mouth instead of your hand to touch the scepter, then you off your mouthful. <laughs> Then, uh, then you can't. Th- yeah, then you can't talk you to the can't queen. Really you talk. Can't talk so you know. So she's. She, I. I, I mean, like, let's say that when we do our Purim spiels, our Esther usually fillets the king. Uh, you know, and then of course, he's like humantash and filling in her. Can I be the king? Pastry. <laughs> 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 well, by next that's year we'll have the downstairs filling. ready. What you want to be the filling? No, what? I said that's a little bit of filling. A little bit of <laughs> that's filling. That's not a very substantial role to have. Mm. I'll paint it black. It's going to look bigger. <laughs> um, I never heard that painting it black <laughs> makes it it's look a, bigger. <laughs> it's a that's st- usually it makes it smaller. It's looking. a stereotype joke. Oh, oh you know? okay, okay. Blacks, okay. you know, big yeah. dicks and blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, Actually, Jews have big dicks. As far from what I hear. As far as we know, here on Purim and St. Patty's Day, leprechauns have big dicks. The Jewish leprechauns. Right. <laughs> I mean, nothing against the Irish. And Trixie, the you should look me in the eye when you're hitting on me. Mm. <laughs> you're not that short. <laughs> All right, so Humintosh and anyone? Y- does anyone want to g- pass that out today? Yeah. Either that or they Kids. could come in here and, and get a Humintosh. Yeah, I know, let's see who's wearing green. Let's see who's Anybody wearing green. Who's bring wearing bring green some green people in here. Humantasha. How about green people coming in? I know Who that um, the I saw a leprechaun hey. out there, a sexy little girl leprechaun. Oh, let's go see. What time is it? It's and I saw another I leprechaun with see, a I green tie. Two more, three more, so. Who's coming to get some humantashen? So and we, we have Let's a few see. corned beef, uh, these Reuben well, you're cupcakes dressed. now. Come on down. I can see the Reuben cupcakes are going better than the humantashen. <laughs> Although we Good. thank you, Cantors. And we thank you, Heeb Magazine, for a fantastic interview. You know? Yum. Uh, and here's our leprechaun. Come on, come on over here. This is Asher. Look at Asher. Yeah. You look so cute. <laughs> Woohoo! Asher, oh, we're, well, I need a, can I have a little mic? Oh, um, here, here we go. Oops, my strimal fell off. Here, hold this. I got it. Okay, got it. how you doing there, Asher? I'm doing well, yeah. thank you. Yeah, this looks like a really cute little uh, sexy leprechaun outfit you got there. Thank 
Thank you. And it's combined with something Jewish. Is that chair comfortable? You were married to a Jew once in your life, yes, right? Yes, I was. You were, I'm sorry to, the to microphone. hear that. <laughs> yes, I was. You are, an, you are a divorced... Uh, what are you? What does that make her if she was married to a Jew before? Somehow she's like you. She's an ex I don't know. When you, when you get divorced, it's like you, you stop being Jewish, like you turn in your library card or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> but she learned... Here, here, talk in the Pretty microphone. Pretty much turned it in. Uh-huh. You turned it in. Mm. You turn it in. You turn in your last name, your your religion, your husband's religion. Uh, your husband's religion. Oh, yeah. Okay, but you had Chumantashen earlier, like yesterday, didn't you? Me. You did. Who did you have Chumantashen with? I cannot tell. Girl never tells. Oh, really? It was that kind of thing. Wow. Okay. Well, let's see your outfit. Let me see your outfit. So take off your your uh, your your jacket here. Okay. Okay. Here. Let's see. Let's Hello? see. Okay. Okay, this might be, you know, it's one, not your last time here because you're going to visit, but you're not going to be an in-residence <coughs> anymore. So let's do a really good little strip tease. Let's strip around. Okay, here's the ass. Yep, very nice. But the camera and can't I am see her anyway. Where, oh, 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 can we have uh, a little camera? Okay, here, here, let me move over. Wait, 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 hang on, hang on. What are you doing? I'm okay, moving yeah. back here. Okay, we've got... Actually, here, before, before we get into okay, that, let's okay. uh, let's do a commercial break. Oh, oh okay. So that we Change can tapes. set up the cameras. Ah, we're going to take a them. commercial break, brothers and sisters. So just hang on to your ass. Asher. And we're going to be back with Asher. And with Loser. And with Purim and St. Patty's on TV. So don't go yet and don't come yet and don't go away we'll be right back are you a victim of religious sexual abuse has your sex life been hurt warped or excessively repressed by a strict religious anti-sex upbringing Are you concerned that an unhealthy fundamentalist or orthodox environment is distorting or destroying your sexuality, your marriage, or your life in general? The Dr. Susan Block Institute specializes in treating victims of religious sexual abuse. For information about our telephone sex therapy services, call 1-866-207-7521 or 213-291-9497. That's 1-866-207-7521. 207-7521 or 213-291-9497. You won't go to hell for it, but you just might feel a lot better. Okay, bend over. That's very good. And hold hold the microphone You're with this hand. You're listening to Radio very good. Susie 1 on the and World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. The little St. Patty's skirt. Up we go. And oh, you're wearing two pairs of panties. I can at least pull one pair down. Yeah. Okay. So now there's the. What? What? What is going on? Oh. Okay. We we have to make an adjustment. Okay. Me making an adjustment. So this is Asher Fire, brothers and sisters, and we are live on the Dr. Susan Block Show. Uh, broadcasting from Bonoboville at LAX. It's Purim and St. Patty's Day weekend. I'm here with Loser Tworsky, Max, and Asher Fire, brothers and sisters. And she is wearing the cutest little leprechaun outfit with green panties 
and a very spankable ass. And uh, this is my Jux Leather Finger Flogger. A little bit of uh, product placement here. Whack, whack, whack. That's for being naughty because both St. Patrick's Day and uh, Purim are about being naughty. Never nice. And Never sometimes nice. that's what it takes. That's one of our weapons of mass seduction is a little bit of naughtiness. Mm-hmm. All right, very nice, very nice little outfit. Okay, are you yeah. uh, Irish? Um, actually, I was in a relationship after <laughs> the Jewish husband. I see, so you're with also an Irish. Irish man I see, okay. For seven years. So I got gotcha. you. I got both in me. Mm. You, know? you got them both. Here, here. Mm -hmm. In you, literally. Mm -hmm. Literally. <laughs> okay, well, very, very good. So, uh, so you, um, you are actually. Um, the embodiment of the Irish Jewish convergence. Pretty much this holiday. That you have to talk. This holiday is about. Can I can I explain this to you, Asher? Yes. You hold the microphone as if you're giving head without actually swallowing. No, don't get any saliva no, no. on it because it's short circuit. I but close, close. Yeah. Very don't, close. Don't, don't worry. It's, like it's a cock you like. Yeah, don't worry. It's not going to come in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, that's not always good. <laughs> Mm. Sometimes, you know. It's not always good to have cum in your mouth. Well, you know, it depends on the taste. Ah, do you... Mm. Depends you on the cum, depends on the mouth. Right. Yeah, do you want to exactly. give... Lo loser needs a little more sex mm. education than most guys because he was brought up in a Hasidic, mm. Jewish, very, very close-minded kind of... Well, let's just say limited. I don't want to say close-minded. I want to say... You say limited, I say closed-minded. <laughs> well, uh, with cum, it's basically whatever you ate or drink before, if it doesn't go with the taste of their cum, it's not so pretty in your mouth. How about um, chumantashen with prune filling? That might be good. That make might be good. Make it a little sweeter. You think that would make it... I did not know that. You know, you were told... Sweet and sour. Before you get married, because you have sex the first time in your life when you get married... <laughs> And yeah. you were told that was that your first time. Yes, you my were first a virgin time. on your wedding night. Yes, I was. Wow. Yes, so, did so was she. Did you Did you do it? Yeah, yeah, we did it. Yeah, yeah, we did it. It wasn't fun. It wasn't. Fun. No, it was not fun because she was a virgin too, with like her hymen intact, so it mm. hurt. So it hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But it was not you know. fun. Aww. And then you got to pull out immediately because once there's because when you break the hymen, there's blood coming out, and once there's blood coming out, you're Nita. You're like. Now a, did, you are, did they are like? Hang the sheets up in the doorway. No, 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 not no, not, no. <laughs> not quite that <laughs> tribal. Wow. No. A little bit tribal, but not that tribal. We, do, we don't. <laughs> we don't uh, have. That would be a little, uh, yeah, threatening. Yeah. yeah, we don't have sex through a hole in the sheet on st on, unless the wife is really ugly, and you don't want to mm. see her face. Mm. Mm. It's a joke, <coughs> right? <laughs> uh, I was looking at actually Asher's stockings, and that's why I didn't laugh at your joke. Oh, user, okay. Because Asher's stockings are really cute. We have um, ripped up. What is slut in Irish? I know in uh, in Jewish it or Yiddish it is zoina, yeah. but these are definitely slutty Irish stockings we've got here, and um, I know that the uh, Jewish Yiddish uh, toast is l'chaim. 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 Pretty good. And the uh, yeah, married to a Jew. Okay, the Irish toast. Okay, the Irish people are going to get on me for this, but I'm going to try it. Um, Slot, slatcha, slancha, 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 slancha. You know what it is? You know that is more the dialect. Um, I was always taught that uh, the Irish people I dealt with 
just drank a lot and uh, didn't matter what they didn't toasted. What the fuck they said. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, there you go. It's basically Lachaim with an Irish accent, like Lachaim. Lachaim. And they sing Danny Boy. Can you what sing Danny, Danny Boy? Boy? Um, oh, Danny Boy. I don't really know all the words. And then they sing Irish. Eyes are smiling. Okay, so, you know, <laughs> since we're talking about Ireland and stuff, and we haven't shown a clip um, from St. Paddy's, let's see uh, our St. Paddy's Day you, you, Eve uh, <coughs> squirt salon. Wait a minute. You see in the background uh, at the Brooklyn Bridge? Yes. Um, and the <coughs> Jewish star? Yeah. It's almost midnight. They've raised the Jewish star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so there you okay. have it. So uh, I don't know where how my tech team is doing. Perhaps they're having a little too much Manischewitz and Guinness back there. But I would like to Green show. Guinness. Have you seen squirting? Have you ever made a girl squirt? Have you ever uh, seen a girl? I squirt? have. I have been with a girl who was a squirter. Actually, uh, ah. I met her, and uh, before we went home, um, she told me, "Oh, I need to tell you something." Um, I don't know if you're comfortable with that, but I am a squirter. Oh. And I've never been with a squirter. Mm. But no. she was like, but this wasn't like, she was like a legitimate squirter. I yeah. mean, like every thrust was like. Really? Every wow. thrust. So it was like literally, it was, it was very, very messy. Now we it call that, we, here, here on the Dr. Awesome. Susan Block Show, we call that holy water, brothers and sisters. Yeah, but what I loved about it, it was, like, it was constantly thing. moist. It was constantly moist. Yeah, you don't really have to worry about homentosh and pussy. I really like that girl. I mean, we I just made up a, a thing, homentosh and pussy. And pussy. But I really liked her. She really was one of my, she's one of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite girls to be water? with. She's one of my favorite girls to be with. She's a great lay. Oh. Here's to her. Okay. Cheers and, and she's Jewish. Oh, and Lachaim. And, and, and here's Dume. We are now showing Dume. Such a pretty uh, Yes. <sighs> By the way. Um, oh, look at that. Yeah, that's, that's Dume. She's a hot milf from Texas, and she is Irish. <gasps> she is 100% Irish-American. Vicky are working Dume. Yep. And, uh, and oh, this is Dume, and uh, that's... Um, hmm. Is this That's the actually 36? a Jewish girl. That is that 36? Yeah. 36? Uh, this is Vicky Vixen. I think she's like one quarter Jewish or something. Hitler would consider her Jewish. Um, and uh, wow, there's some Hummentaschen for you there, or you might call it um, Shamrock Cupcake. Uh, that <laughs> is definitely Dume, spelled D E A U X M A. Yes, hot milf. Mm hmm. And uh, we are showing a little bit of fingering technique here. Vicky's mm. rubbing her own pussy now. Um, uh, this is obviously on uh, St. Patrick's. Actually, it's St. Patrick's Eve at Bonoboville. And uh, this was a squirting St. Patrick's Eve. So this is having quite a bit of foreplay here. I'm now not sure why squirting. we're doing this. Is it, did she squirt? See, oh, yeah, she did squirt. Oh, there she goes. See, I missed that. Okay, there we go. Okay. Whoa, there she goes. That's definitely a magical fountain. She is the geyser of desire. Whoa. That's nothing compared to what I had. Okay. Wow. This is the super Well, we're glad to hear that, loser. So am I. Loser is not a loser in the squirting department. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here we go. She does this 36 times, I think. Wow. Yeah. Oh, there she goes again. Savannah just squirted also. Wow. All, th all three girls. Mm -hmm. Savannah, Dume, and Vicky all just squirted. 
Yeah, there's a lot of squirting going on here, but uh, but losers gotten more. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. Do you have any tips? No, it's just she was a squirter. That's that's oh, her right. thing. That's her thing. I mean, you just I literally I didn't have to do anything. I just had to fuck her, and 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 it was just like just going like crazy. Every I'm telling you, every thrust. Wow. Every thrust All right. was boom, boom, boom. Well, honestly, what we just showed was not Dume at her squirtiest. I don't know. They just showed like the first uh, a, a few squirts. But she is uh, an amazing squirter, and so is Annie Body. We've had a few. And sometimes it takes a finger. Sometimes it takes a scepter. Yes. And we're running out of time. Whatever it takes. Or a squirt whisper. Right. Okay. So I think we should get back oh, to our. Oh, get back to uh, to our homentosh, and that yeah. looks <laughs> like what you're getting into. An right? abuse. An, an abuse. An abuse. Oh yes, because we did hear our commercial, which yes. we run, you know, pretty regularly, uh, because we are kind of experts in um, helping people with religious sexual abuse. If you have been brought up with that, and mm. by that, we don't. We, we mean, of course, if you've been molested by a person of religion, but we also mean if you've just had your sexuality distorted, um, denigrated by a strict anti-sex religious upbringing. And this happens in all the religions, all, every, every religion, even Buddhism, by the way, and, and Hinduism. Mm -hmm. But the monotheistic religions are pretty big, so to speak, on it. You know, uh, Islam, so. Christianity... And Judaism. Take it away, loser. Oh, I'm not taking it. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you. <There's> <laughs> I'll tell you a story. When I was a okay. kid, I was a big masturbator. Yeah. And, uh, and my parents caught me a couple of times. And every time they caught me masturbating, um, I would get beaten up. Wow. Beaten up? What do Literally. you mean beaten up? My parents beat me. Uh, they, were, they, they beat were you for beating your meat? Oh, yes. Woo. Oh, yeah. And wrong. Wrong. They would call it. They, do they, not do they this. They wouldn't even call it masturbating. They would call it um, laying like a piggy. Laying like a piggy. Yes. And of course, pigs are very trafe. Yeah, because and, and and they would uh, and and yeah, they would beat me. I mean, Except they, of course, a pig can't even school. masturbate because pigs' hooves aren't long enough to. Re See, this is what George Carlin said, and oh. he was a great interpreter of the Bible. Oh, I love. He George said, Carlin. "If God had intended us not to masturbate." He would have made our arms short. Yes, yes. <laughs> we are not piggies. Okay. So, my, so my what happened? My parents were old school, and they would they would beat me up every time <gasps> I would masturbate. And I was gonna tell this, I was telling um, um what's his name the guy earlier. This, um, I was beginning to tell him the story. When I was a kid, my my sisters used to get these uh, Macy's catalogs, Lord and Taylor and Macy's catalogs. Yeah. And the closest I had to porn at the time was the lingerie right. the yeah. lingerie page. Sears catalog, 1950s. Yes. So I would. <laughs> Women in underwear. Woohoo! So I was, I was like seriously reprimanded as a child because I hid that page under my pillow and under my mattress, and it was found. Mm. And I was always considered the dirtiest one in my family. And and the crazy thing is like. It's not even dirty because it, masturbating is like a very natural thing that people do. Of course, and it's so crazy that they take kids and they and they and they they scare them out of masturbation. And when I was a, when I was a teenager, I was a very very devout Jew. There was there was actually a time in my life where I actually really really tried to be a good Jew. Mm. I really fucking tried. It didn't work. And I didn't masturbate for a year. Mm. And Oi. I, <laughs> Oi. an entire year, I didn't masturbate. 
And I had I had like one or two wet dreams, and I felt so guilty because of the Aww. wet dreams. And after poor little know, loser. And when I when I when I when I lapsed, when I relapsed, um, that first relapse, that first orgasm, is one of the greatest in my life. Oh, the first. Oh yeah, the I virgin literally, orgasm. Oh, uh, I blew a fucking load from here to Canarsie. Mm. Was well, there is something to be said for kind of holding back. Oh yes, I actually do. I, if, I, if if I'm if I'm going out with someone, I actually don't um, masturbate for like a day or two. Yeah, you know, I don't want to say that freedom is everything. I mean, freedom is the great greatest aphrodisiac, but restraint is a close second. Mm. There's something about mm. holding back, and yeah. there is something about the Jewish religions which says nida for two weeks, which is ridiculous. Two weeks is ridiculous, but there is something about holding back that does increase eroticism. It's true. Mm-hmm. I think it helps separate as well. You know, separate issues and your thoughts. <coughs> and then when you finally do, it's kind it of like does. I think it's slow. Comes to and I always, yeah, and I always feel like when I if if I'm if I'm meeting someone, if I'm going out with someone, I I, I never like I never like to to uh, to uh, meet a girl who immediately shows that she wants to have sex with me. Mm. Cuz that takes away the mystery. Part of part of the the turn on, part of the seduction, part of what makes it fun is the fact that you go out, you have a drink, and you don't know if she's going to kiss you, and then she kisses you, and then you don't know if she's going to go home with you, and then she goes home with you, and then she goes home with you, and you don't know if she's just going to give you a blowjob or she's going to go all the way. And <coughs> all that mystery, that, that build-up, until you're finally ripping each other's clothes and off. that is what Esther that. does. Esther keeps Ahasuerus guessing. She that was a great segue. She does. She <laughs> does. Really. It was a good segue because she knows the art of the tease. Tease and denial and tease and denial. Of course, eventually you have to give it up. But then you have You give up the chumantashen girl, you know, the pussy cookies. But you keep it teasing for a while. You know, she does that thing in uh, the Bible where she says, okay, come to dinner. Okay. And he says, okay, what do you want? And she gives him this great dinner, and I think she gives him a blowjob and fucks him and has an orgy with Heyman, too. Yeah, I, <laughs> you know. But he says, what do you want? And she says, I'm not going to tell you. Come back tomorrow. I'm going to tell you tomorrow. There's absolutely no reason for him to come back tomorrow right. except that she's teasing him. Oh, yeah. Now, see, I grew up with hookers. <laughs> so I did. Now it's getting interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so I was assured that everything was okay. And you liked it. We were and 15 I, I liked and 16 that. I was 15 years old. Years old that was 16 men, and years old. men, it was not I, okay anyway. I was anyway. totally molested by these older women. Mm. And uh, so I grew up and I said, yeah, sluts. That's it. Sluts. That's for me. Mm. Yeah. Yep. You were um, inducted by older women. I was inducted, by, well, which is very common in Europe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I lost, I lost my virginity. Well, I always say I got my first blowjob when I was seven days old. <gasps> at oh, my bris. oh, you're talking about the bris, and the you bris. got the sucking. Yeah, they suck. Which they I suck think the is blood. A weird. Really? He, yeah, they wow. suck Actually, the blood. I don't even Strange. like circumcision. Honestly, I, I think it's child no, abuse. I, I don't like. Oh, circumcision. it definitely is. It definitely mm. is brutal. It's it's, mm. it's child abuse. It should, it should be illegal. It should see, be illegal. See, yeah. I converted to Judaism, but I grew up in Italy. I mean, I was born in Italy, he so they never cappuccino. circumcised me. The first time I got married, first of all, it was hard getting into the Jewish religion. Yeah, yeah. I had to go to school. I wanted to. They wanted to know. It was like an FBI. At least they yeah, didn't yeah, cut yeah, your yeah. pee-pee. Right. So, but he is reformed. The first. <laughs> so the first rabbi that married me was uh, Sammy Davis Jr.'s rabbi. So, the issue came up. Name dropper. 
you know, <laughs> why not? <laughs> and uh, so that issue came up. And his take on it was, God will make an exception for you. <laughs> and uh, so I thought, okay. Well, when yeah. we got married. And then all the rabbis made I, exceptions. I, I had an actually a kind of semi-Orthodox. You probably wouldn't consider him Orthodox. But he was a little bit religious. And he was pretty much a stickler. And he said to Max, are you circumcised? <laughs> Max says, uh, No. And I thought he was going to take him out into the woodshed and do it with <laughs> his own knife and his own machete or whatever. And and he just looked at me for a while like, how could you marry an uncircumcised man? And then he says, all right, we'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> and he married us. Yeah. yeah. All right. So and you got your um, your Jewish star, your Star ah, of yes. David that was made by prisoners. I also have my Star this of David. Made by prisoners. Made by uh, prisoners. In the from our uniforms, um, yeah. twin towers. Usually, they make crosses. They usually make crosses. They're all Mexicans. But they made Jewish <laughs> stars for us because they're fans of the show. Look yeah. at that! Look at this. Made nice by prisoners show. in twin towers. Cost me six ramen <laughs> soups <laughs> and a couple of hamantashen. Mm. Mm. All right. So, but then uh, you had some other uh, sort of experiences later on. Well, there was a um, uh, uh, when I was a child, there were between the ages of nine and twelve. I might I need another drink for this. <laughs> I had a private tutor who molested me for three years. I knew I would. Yeah, you knew you what? Um, I need to celebrate St. Patty's Day for this. Okay, so you had a tutor that uh, that uh, that yeah. molested you when yes. you were how old? From for three years. From and what nine was he to tutoring 12. you in besides sex? Well, he did wasn't tutoring me in sex. He didn't he didn't teach me jack shit. You know, he was just he was just having a good time. Really? At yeah. your expense? Well, I, I, I didn't mind much. You didn't mind? He was no. kind of good at it anyway. No, I just didn't care. I, I mean, I, I wrote about it then on my online. If you go to on exojane.com, I, I wrote an article <coughs> about it. I always, he was, because my, I hated my parents. I never got along with my parents. And I didn't really have anyone who I felt loved me. Aww. And this was the one guy who had expressed interest in me. So I, uh, I, I was uh, very drawn to him. And I didn't mm. mind that he, you know, that he, that he, uh, you know, fooled around with me. And, you um, know, that happens to a lot of kids. And I think that a lot of religious uh, leaders, whether they're just a tutor or a priest or yeah. a rebbe, yeah. take and he advantage was a teacher. of that. He was a teacher. Yeah, he, he was a, a school teacher. teacher. He was a school teacher. He was a school teacher. And then, he became, then it pr they promoted him to principal. Wow. And he did it to many other kids. And he got, he got arrested a couple of years ago, about four or five years ago, because he was caught red-handed with a kid. Wow. With a child, naked, in a mikveh. You know what a mikveh is? Of course. That ritual it's bath. Where you get, yeah. Uh, you know, in and bath, he got yeah. arrested, and because he's the son of a very important person, they just they they m did some political maneuvers, and he's still running the streets. He's still he's still out. He's probably still doing it. See, <laughs> he's wow. Been a, yeah. Isn't that that whole Catholic thing about you it's know the same, embracing yeah. the. You know, you love someone so much, and the Catholic you got the wrong religion now. Though he's, he's, he's brought up a Jew, but it's but know? it's you know what? All you know. these religious, very religious, anti-sex groups, <coughs> tribal groups, um, often have this kind of thing. And and we're not saying it's a black and white thing. For instance, I know that that guy uh, from reading a little bit about you helped you when nobody else would yes, at one time. Yes. So yes. I mean, we're not saying that this guy is all bad. He's <coughs> just a guy. And, well, and I think he is equally uh, a victim of no, no, no. He's, the, he's, the repressive. He, I, don't, I, w I don't think religion. anyone is a bad guy. Uh, but the, the, the one thing is out of the question that he's a fucking pedophile. 
That that's not a question. He's a pedophile and he's a predator. Mm. He, he, you know, he he. Uh, and he shouldn't be in a position. He of should teacher. not be walking the streets. Period. He, be, you know, pedophiles belong in jail. It's out of the question. Well, because, I have to say something. Wait a second. Some pedophiles do not act on their feelings. He acts. He is a predator. He I'm is not just someone who is turned on by children. I'm not I have clients as a sex therapist who are pedophiles who would never act on those feelings, okay. and they do not belong in jail. But a guy who a guy who who, who does it over and over and over of again. Course, yeah. Of course, of course. He's a predator. Ne- these people He's a predator. never stop. But here's the thing. I don't think. I think we all have tendencies to do certain things, and I and and uh, and and I I still I. I it's very. I always try to, as as an actor, especially. I always try to understand another person. I always try to put myself in their shoes and in their mindset, and yeah. and and try to understand them. And I understand everyone, so I I think I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's doing really bad things. Of course, you know. He is. And I think it's the same thing with everyone. It doesn't matter whether it's Hitler or, or whatever. I think these are people who, for some reason. In their mind, what they're doing isn't bad, or, they are human or, 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 beings. or it's justified. They have yeah. the same organs we have. They yes. have the same basic brain structure, yeah. and so we but have to be able to understand, empathize. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be in jail. Well, some people are dangerous, yes. and this guy is obviously hurting yes. children. And, he, and, and, he's, and, and in he's your case. He you didn't lo- hurt me. You, you kind of you were okay with it. He but, didn't hurt me. But I, if he does it to well, a lot okay, of children, okay. So, so it's very important. I mean, after all these years of studying a lot of this stuff, there are two kinds of pedophiles. One is a criminal one, right? Who's a predator and a predator, and one is what's called, uh, sort of in the sex business, a child lover. There are actually and they don't right. do anything, yeah. and they don't really hurt you. Like the colonel, the colonel that molested me. Oh, I didn't even well, know. If he molested you, yeah. he did something. Well, I mean, yeah. molested me. I didn't know it was, he was molesting me. He was he was rubbing oil on me because he said you make your legs stronger. Because uh, I went to the writing academy that he ran. Mm. And <laughs> so here's a question for you. So so you're saying that the um, consumers of child porn they're not they're not actually doing anything. This is what turns them on. They need to whack off. So they're watching it. So you're saying that the consumers what, of child one of the most in, well, yeah, One of the most interesting things that, and, and I'm a great, uh, I've been studying this for many years. One of the most interesting things, Sweden, Holland, which did not legalize it. Sweden, which legalized child porn. Once they legalized child porn and it made it available literally in every porn shop, crimes against children dropped by 70%. It's it's everything is like that. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's like it's like pro- prostitution isn't isn't illegal because it's dangerous. It's dangerous because it's illegal. Well, one right. thing I find yeah. with my clients as a sex therapist uh, who are pedophiles who do not act on their pedophilia and want an outlet is that if you dress up like Asher here, or you talk in a you role play, you can satisfy maybe. Seventy-five percent uh, of the straight it, people of the people that are into this little kid thing, and a lot of them are into the little kid thing. Why? Because it's illegal. I mean, like half of them are into it because well, it's so bad. Now another half of them are maybe genuine pedophiles in that they um, they worship mm. the youth. They are child lovers, whatever. A- again, and yeah. now the ones then there are the ones that actually act on that. Those ones that act on it are what I would call 
psychopaths, sociopaths, right. people that do not care about the other person. That is their problem. Their problem actually isn't so... I mean, yeah, part of their problem is pedophilia. But their real problem is that they don't care about the feelings of the child. They only care right. about their own feelings. But I, I, I do, I do want to add a disclaimer to everything yes. I said. <laughs> I mean, uh, from my point of view, because I am not an expert. I'm a, I'm a regular person, and uh, I don't know the issue very well. I do want to say that I, I think that everyone who acts on the on, on the desires towards kids belongs in jail for the rest of his life. If because if he's acted one that's yeah. research shows that there is no child molester who only molested one child. That is correct. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. And th- about child pornography, I I don't wanna I don't wanna um personally I maybe I don't know I know I don't know everything. But personally I don't wanna um compare um uh child pornography to regular pornography to prostitution saying that it's dangerous because it's illegal. I think that no, because no, no, what, no, no, no. Because what porn ultimately is, porn ultimately is basically it's filmed prostitution. Okay. Porn. Uh, oh, now we're on a different subject. No, 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 no. Here's what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say basically, when you have when you hire a prostitute, you're paying her to have sex with you. When you hire uh, um, a sex worker to do uh, uh, um, a porn actress to do, you're basically hiring her to have sex with you on camera. So when you when you when you create child pornography. You're basically, you're basically actually performing pedophilia for the camera. Woo! So I, I can't get behind that. No, okay. and neither okay. do we. Right. We don't All get right. behind it, but we're running out of time. Okay, All Max, right. let me, let me we're just, running out of time. Let me just say... Ah! Th- this is me, such let, a hot-button issue. Let me just say something okay. in defense... Okay, quick, quick, quick. In defense of something that terrible that is also going on. When you put a man in jail for a lifetime, and right. he's a banker, right? okay... And I've watched this progression over the years. And you're going to go to jail for life. That kid is not going to live. And that's why today there's a million missing children in this country. Mm. Because before the laws became that, you took the guy. And he might have molested again, but he never killed the kid. Yeah, let's just say child molestation is really bad, but But child murder is a lot worse. It's a lot worse. So let's just get on record. We're against child molestation. I personally am hot, not for treating the child molester as a murderer. He is not a murderer. He is bad, but he's, and he's done a bad thing. But murdering is a lot worse. So, you know, uh, this is a tough subject that we're into in the last fucking five minutes of this fucking well, we should be show. Celebrating. We should be fucking but celebrating mur- drinking. and drinking. But we are drinking, though. Murdering uh, is so much more fun. Murdering, you know? And that's I the know. problem with Purim. I, I, I want to celebrate the weapons of mass dis- seduction, but the weapons of mass well, discussion quite a, quite a get show. <laughs> crazy. Okay, so, Asher, will you show me your tits? Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay, I, I have to do a, um, a Bonoboville communion just to yeah, cleanse minutes. myself <laughs> of these moments because... Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus and... <laughs> Moses and Mordecai and yes Asher all of it the goddess and uh, Vashti and um, also St. Patrick and Mother Mary and here in Bonoboville we have a communion that like the Irish communion involves some eating of um, in our case it's not the wafer it's salt okay and then some drinking in our case it's not the blood of Christ, it's 
you know, tonight some sort of shiksatini, I think, that <laughs> Trixie made for me. And so I'm, anyway. pre I'm pretending not to be uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. Um, no, the nipple. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you wet the nipple. Then you sprinkle. Sprinkle the salt. Okay. This is a ritual that goes for any holiday. You can celebrate it, too, with the one you love or just kind of like. Here we go. And you lick the salt. And when you do your shot, I don't have a shot glass, so there we go. Okay, and then we say l'chaim, and we say, what do we say? Schlanche, schlanche, schlang, schlanche, schlanche, and and then we say, cheers, cheers, and we say, uh, oh, oh, look at this. We've got, uh, what, what is this made out of? A green drink of some sort. This is a lucky leprechaun. Oh, am I mixing my drinks? Nope. Nope? Okay. So, uh, I shouldn't do this. But I love you so much, my darling um, listener. Or if you're really spending the gelt, you are a viewer on drsusie.tv. Uh it's the holiday, it's spring, it's the opening up of the yoni represented by the humantashen, you know. It's the, um, it's the lucky leprechaun. It's time to suck your favorite green scepter. It's time to um, find, your pussy pot of find gold. your pussy pot of gold. There you go. Mm. Cheers, wow, that is wicked. Phew. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is the commandment. You should drink so much you don't know the difference between the good guys and the bad guy, Haman. Uh, and <coughs> our discussion is kind of like that, you know, trying to talk about what is bad, what is wrong, what is really wrong in, in sex. There are some wrong things. It's certainly wrong to be a predator. You know, we're into consensual sex ethical sex, you can't have consensual sex with a kid, you know. Uh, that's really wrong. Well, we have our therapy. But, you know. that's, that, okay, Asher made a point there. That's why that's we have, why our, we therapy. have our therapy. So, so one people thing, can have an outlet. if you um, have that you know. desire, let's role play, baby. Exactly. You know, I'll be your mommy, or you can be my well, daddy. I'll be your very little girl. Yeah, yeah. You can play out these nasty things. A lot of people have fantasies about things that are wrong. People have rape fantasies. People have, uh, have cheating fantasies. People have kid fantasies. People have animal sex fantasies. We're all for exploring all that stuff here at the Dr. Susan Block Institute. Should I give out the phone number? 310-568-0066. And uh, then again, all that kind of sex is wrong. You know what's worse? Necrophilia. No, really. Killing. <laughs> you know what's the worse? Victim. No sex. <laughs> no, well, no sex. I don't know about that. No, if you want kids, and uh, it's better to have no sex. No, it's better to have no sex. But what's worse is killing, okay? And, mm -hmm. uh, and so we, we certainly want to avoid that. We want to use our weapons of mass seduction, not our weapons of mass destruction. We want to use our weapons of intimate seduction, too. And not our weapons of intimate destruction. And uh, 
<sighs> and whatever you do, don't kill. Don't kill. Don't and you know, kill. that's that's the problem with Purim. The problem with Purim is that there is killing at the end of it. It's it's like Esther saves her people, but then there's all this killing. And you know what one problem with St. Patty's Day is that there is killing in that neck of the woods. I mean, whether you're talking about the IRA or the JDL, mm. killing is wrong. Okay? I don't care what your point is. Can I have my bonobo uh, thing here? Can, can we say, follow the bonobo way of peace through pleasure? They are our cousins. We're going to get into uh, the whole primate thing another time. But uh, bonobo way, make like bonobos, not baboons. Make <laughs> love, not war. Celebrate these holidays. And join Bonoboville. Join Bonoboville join at bonoboville.com. I fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You know, I used to hate that line. That is so corny, but, you know... The musical, Fifty Shades, the musical. They made me love that line. I don't make love, I fuck. Yeah, baby. You know what? Ow. Sometimes that is what you got to do. Hey, man. I don't make love, I fuck. Mm-hmm. But I don't make love, I fuck. I don't make love, I fuck. Okay, so you say it in a more masculine way than I do. <laughs> All right. I don't make love, I fuck. Okay, so uh, I want to say thank you to our guest, our special guest, Loser Tworsky. Yeah, Woo! thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, and thank you again, Heap Magazine, for doing a great piece <coughs> yes. on us, mm -hmm. right? A piece. HeapMagazine.com. Camper Ma, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, if uh, you're not Jewish, that's H-E-E-B. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you have anything you want to promote? Oh, no, but if anyone is interested in following me on Twitter, if they oh. haven't heard enough today, they can follow me at Tversky, at T-W-E-R-S-K-Y. Enhancing the fine Tversky name with every tweet. Hence Tversky. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. All right. So, uh, make love, not war. Um, make love to someone you love tonight. Even if that someone is weekend. you. I love you. Mm. And uh, what? Don't drink and drive. No, don't. Oh. Well, yeah, this is don't drink and drive. Don't imbibe and drive. Don't no. even go. Right, right. Get this is a big a drinking drink. weekend. Yeah, right. Don't get out there and right. uh, <coughs> you know destroy somebody. And from our house uh, to your house, uh, thanks for having us, and we'll see you next week. Woohoo! Suck that you scepter, talk girl. Something you can't talk about with anyone else. You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block your mistress of the airwaves. But my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.